Mate, we covered three states today. Yeah, we did. And the thing that I took out of it is that the the Brisbane Carnival is really starting to heat up. Yeah. That's all, that's all I really care about, let's be honest. Yeah, absolutely. And in probably the feature race of the day, um, full credit to the sponsors of that race as well. Um, but I think I've found one of the great get-out-of-the-casino bets of all time, and you'll actually be able to see that on my Ned's profile this weekend as well. Yes, uh, the Ned's profile is great, mate. Um you know, if you want to follow us in, if you followed uh, us in last week, you would have found a couple that's for sure. Maybe you find some more this week at some value, but uh, if you don't want to do that, that's fine. But still, you can do everything else with the Neds app. You can get weird and exotic as well with the Neds same race multi. And, you know, there's no one else I'd rather bet with heading into the Brisbane Winter Carnival. Well, they also have a black book feature there, so you can black book ones for these prep runs into their grand finals. They have the futures markets there. You can do all that good stuff mm-hmm. with the good people at Neds. Mm-hmm. Damn right. But what are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Hello. Hello, mate. Um, I just said to you before, yeah. Just said to you before, I forgot me bloody snorkel. Bloody, at least, you know, this household, one thing it does have is umbrellas in abundance. Yeah, some, something, <laughs> something, <laughs> something which I also have recently acquired. <laughs> well, do you want to let uh, all the drifters out there know? Or? Yeah, oh, look, drifters, I'm a thief. Um, <laughs> good for nothing thief. Look, sometimes when I get a few sherbets into me, which I did on Saturday after having a fair few the night before, um, so I was on a bit of a tear. Yeah. Had a pretty good day on the pun on Saturday. Sure, responsibly. You were having a great time. Yeah. Um, oh, people who, who know me well, uh, such as yourself, I get a little bit cheeky when I've had a bit to drink. A bit uh, silly. Yeah, a little bit silly, do some silly things. Um, so, you know, walk out the front of the pub, not going to name which pub because this could give me away. <laughs> I don't want the cops after me. Um, yeah, had a few, walked out the pub on on my way to my next destination. Yeah. You know, I had plans. I was continuing on with my evening. Yes. Uh, there was a severe deluge all around. And look, the, the place that I was going to go wasn't an Uber right away. It was, you know, a, within walking distance. Five to ten minute walk. Yeah, but with the amount of rain that was coming down on Saturday night in Brizzy, it meant that I was essentially needed to swim yeah. to, to the location. Like literally the next day it was underwater where we were going. L- yeah, literally there yeah. was so much rain it was, it was literally <laughs> underwater the next day. It actually was underwater, like genuinely flooding. Um, I didn't have an umbrella on me, did I, no. at the pub? So as I was hanging around the front, loitering, I uh, look around and there's a nice little maroon-coloured umbrella and I thought, you know what, that thing for me. <laughs> and I picked it up. I'll do me. And just, you know, booled my way out of there yeah. with a new umbrella. So to that poor punter who's lost their umbrella. Stiff shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, fuck you. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I've I've gained an umbrella, and hey, it, you know we're not we're not a podcast that's in any way, shape, or form looking for uh, social justice points or any social clout. 
That's not us. Hey, we're not. We're not. We don't sit on any side of the fence from a political perspective. We're not looking for brownie points. No, but we will say, um, you know, everyone in Brisbane knows someone who's been badly affected uh, by the floods over the weekend. Um, look, both of us were obviously fine, which is very yep. lucky, and, and I'm sure families both sides yep. are all good. And flood waters were fifty meters away from you. Yeah, exactly. So it was a bit touch and go there. Um, but now look. Um, feel for everyone who's been affected by the floods, um, you know, drifters who, who are listening and, and maybe watching on YouTube, um, youtube.com forward slash on the drift podcast. Um, yeah, look, we're, we, we feel for you guys and, and um, yeah, hopefully we've seen the last of it for a while. Yeah, well said. In saying that, I think we need to crack on because there is another cell coming tonight. <laughs> yeah, so it is pretty unrelenting. It's like, but the last few days have been very very bipolar. They have. Yeah, it's they been have. some of the nicest sunshine this oh, very early autumn. Yeah. What's no. going on with Mother Nature? Mate, so, hates horse racing. Yeah, hates it. <laughs> hates it. Mate, it was a miracle that Sydney went ahead on I the weekend. I can't believe it. And to be fair though, like the kickback was actually pretty damn good. Like Yeah, yeah. It, it was doing pretty well and um saw the one of the track managers today said that there's no sloshing when you walk on it. Yeah, so that's Michael Wood. Yeah, great, great, great sign uh, for Randwick for the re- weekend. I think they have, who knows, forty mil uh, apparently tomorrow. Yeah, well, he came out and said today, Michael Wood, the track manager, that he's very confident racing will go ahead. And if the track manager is coming out and saying that, um, yeah, which is un- unbelievable. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm confident. I'm confident we'll be um, we'll be racing on a heavy ten, but we'll be racing, which is great. We will. Um, okay, so we've covered the rain. And I echo your sentiments, well said. Um, the Instagram poll, this week it was the best guineas of the last – best guineas winner of the Ram Week and the Australian guineas of the last four years. Yep. Now, I couldn't believe my eyes first day because it wasn't 100 to 0 to Big Tass. It was, what? It was unbelievable. <laughs> Mystic Journey was giving him a nudge. It's like all credit to Betty, one of the greats. Great feely, Betty. But we're talking about – the autumn sun. Mate, in the fine – all right. So, Tass went up against – he went up against Mystic Journey. Then he went up against Kementari. Kementari stole a few votes off him. What are people thinking? Oh. And then in the final against Alligator Blood, one of our favourites. We love the blood. But he hasn't won a race in three years. No. Tass was seven from eight. That, was, that entire um – Voting thing was set up for Taz to sweep the floor. Yeah, there was it was a trick, punters <laughs> and drifters. It was a trick. It was a rhetorical question. The Autumn Sun's the best three year old I've seen by leaps and bounds ever, <laughs> ever. You failed. <laughs> you failed miserably. I can't believe he had votes against him. <laughs> yeah, like in the end, I think Alligator Blood got like thirty percent of the vote. I'm like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> I can't believe it. Um. I'm in disbelief. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, something else I saw this week. Um, actually, firstly, yes or no, mm-hmm. will you be taking something out of the Blue Diamond in the slipper? Well, I didn't really see the race. I've watched it since. Uh, no. Yeah, not normal. I won't be. Like, the, it's still no clearer for me. No. Like, Dormier, I've... I tipped it when it ran fourth in the prelude. And yep, you did, yep. He was in the inferior ground, blinkers on. Freeman's have now won three of the last four. Um, Blue Diamonds, enough said. 
Yeah. Um, but do I see any of those? A lot of them, as I brought up, and that theory went to shit. Um, <laughs> a lot of them are already a few runs deep. And I typically like a fresher two-year-old in their, around their second or third, maximum third run as yeah, their grand okay. final. And a lot of those are already already at that stage. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think if you rerun that exact race four or five times, you'll have a different winner every time. Yeah. I think uh, Sevenark ran really well. Jack No, obviously, ran super. Revolutionary Miss, surely she's going to the paddock. She's just mm. put in run after run. And then, yeah, Dormier was great as well. But, but yeah, no. Um, Chipping Norton, I guess. VE just – I learned something on the weekend. There's heavy form and then there's heavy form. And then there's very elegant. Well, VE's done it against everyone. Mm. She's done it against the elite. What I – Brought to your attention on the weekend, mm. which I only found out on the weekend in the morning. I forget who said it, but very well read in their form. Colette's only won against her own age on heavy ground. Yeah. Which was news to me. And, you know, I still thought, I still probably would have tipped her because her first up run was fantastic. It was good, yeah. And VE was, look, dour to be kind, but what a champion. She's just a champion man, mate. Um. Yeah, not a lot of horses can win Group Ones from fourteen hundred meters to thirty two hundred meters. She is one of them. She's a champion. She is. I agree. Yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, here we are, none the wiser for it. Yes. So we have a bit of rain for Ramwick, mm-hmm. and there's a bit of rain around in Flemington on the day. Apparently, up to forty mil. Sheesh. So that's fun. And some horses, you know, half the Randwick card is accepted for Flemington. So you're like, well, it's going to be raining either way, guys. Makes it easy for us. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll do our best. We will do our best. And, yeah, I'm glad racing's still going ahead. And I can't believe how well Randwick held up on the weekend. It, it is a little bit disappointing because it just knocks out so many horses. Yeah. You know what I mean? It it knocks out so many good horses because it's just not their favourite ground. I would have loved to have seen uh, some clashes that we'll touch on later on the podcast um, that have since not gone ahead because of horses mm-hmm. going to different states and whatnot. But you know, I can't I can't have everything in life. Nor can no. you. No, I can't. And you know, I have most of it, but not all of it. <laughs> yeah, I'm absolutely loaded to the teeth. <laughs> but you know, that's not everything. What about you? What were your main takeaways from the weekend? Um. Yeah. Look, I, I I think very elegant's a champion horse. Um, I think there's a couple of runners in the Blue Diamond who are going to make nice three year olds. I think Sebenak's one of them. I think Jacino is one of them as well. Uh, yeah. If you look at the the rating of that Blue Diamond in comparison to previous Blue Diamonds, they're a subpar group of two year olds. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the Golden Super Picture is no clear clear up for me. That's for sure. Um. Is a jury still out on Fangirl and Espiona? A little bit. A little yeah. bit. Um, maybe, maybe they're just not wet trackers. You can't really say. Hard to judge. Yeah. Hard to judge. And I think it's because everyone's comparing Espiona to Mini Winks. And it's like, well, when you have a when you have a title like that, crikey, do you have to come out and win each race by six lengths? And Winks wasn't a dominant three-year-old, was she? No. She was, you know, she, what, won the Sunshine Coast Guineas. Yeah. Like the... 
most time on a race in Australian history. Yeah. Now known as <laughs> the Winx Guineas. Shock me. Um, yeah, but absolute champion four-year-old. So, you know, these fillies can take time, mate. Can take yeah. time, so, and and he's and she's in good hands with a bit of Chris Waller magic. Would have thought so. She'll be fine. Would have thought so. But yeah, no. Ap- apart from that, I thought it was a good weekend of racing. You know, had another good weekend. Um, hope you're keeping tab, drifters, because <laughs> there's not many of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, on on onwards and upwards to better things. Lovely. Now, should we ring the Drifter of the Week or go through the group ones ourselves first? Hmm. Um, up to you, mate. I think we could go Drifter of the Week just to get a bit of a different spin of things. Let's do it. This is the part where the phone rings. Right on cue. Right on cue. Bit early, so hopefully they answer. Ella, g'day. Declan here. How are you going? Hey, Declan. How are you going? Good, mate. Good. i uh, got Hacho here as well. Hi. Oh, how hey. are you going? Hey, good, Ella. Nice to meet you over these hours. I'm airways. literally shitting bricks. <laughs> oh, no need. <laughs> I said to you today, mate, there's no need to be nervous. Um, Drifter of the Week, guys, is Ella Leveson. Um, <sighs> Ella's got um, some awesome takes on punting that are left field in comparison to what you might typically hear on this podcast. So Love that. I was very keen to get Ella on. Um, Ella, I want to chat to you first, though, about uh, the way you play roulette. <laughs> yeah. And can you talk me through what your thought process is before you start putting chips all over the table? Do you have certain numbers? Like what's what's the go? I love this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So there's certain numbers, like me and my partner play together and I have the lucky, like the easy part of it because all of our lucky numbers are at the top, like the lower end of the board. Yep. Um, so I just put down like our birthdays, my favorite number, his favorite number, and then like just chuck a few based on feel. I'm a very much based on feel kind of gal. Yeah, I like that. Um, but it's like the strategy of you place 10 chips down on the exact numbers and if you hit, you get 180 back and then you pocket the 100 and oh, the 80 and you keep betting with the 100. That's sound. That is a sound theory. The strap behind it. Yeah. <laughs> Did you learn that in high school? Because I didn't. Did you do math C or something? No. No, I just been to the casino too many times and learned <laughs> from a couple of people there. Yeah, true. Well, um, speaking of your partner, um, Lewis Westerman's been uh, Drifter of the Week. In the past, I know. Um, I've been waiting for you to have me on deck. You said you would months ago. <laughs> yeah, sorry, mate. I'm pretty. In case you haven't learnt, I'm, I'm pretty forgetful and pretty useless. Um, so my apologies. <laughs> but look, better late than never. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah, finally time to get like an average Joe Blow voice on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Oh, look, I wouldn't say that. Um, but <laughs> so obviously, you're the better punter out of the two of you. Duh. But you do have yeah. a different way of going about it. Um, so, yeah. look, I'm, I'm interested to hear your reasonings behind some of your picks. But um, So, we're covering the three group ones that are on Saturday. You've got the mm-hmm. Aussie Guineas, the Randwick Guineas, and the Canterbury Stakes. Mm-hmm. Um, Hutcho, where mm-hmm. do you want to start? You know what? Let's start in Flemington. Let's start in Melbourne, the Australian Guineas. What were your thoughts there, Ella? Uh, so, Pinstripe is... Uh, the pick that I would say for that one and interestingly the way that I picked this horse is last weekend I bet on it 
because there's a character in a TV show I watch on stand called The Bold Type. Uh, and so I was like, mm, Omen. Um, and then <laughs> uh, he's racing again, same jockey, last, the same two winning rides. And I know he hasn't run the distance, but like progressively increasing more and more. Uh, but yeah, like I'm gonna re- uh, I'm gonna preface this with saying this is the most research I've ever done. I am very <laughs> much go go on the day with what you feel. Doesn't matter if it's twenty dollars or two dollars. I go off that kind of stuff. So um, yeah, that's the reason behind it. <laughs> oh no, I love that. I think pinstripes in with a with a great chance. Seven dollars fifty with Neds at the moment. What I will say is this. He's never lost a race. He's never lost. <laughs> Just picket fences. Yeah. Picket fences. Nah, love that. Um, moving on to Ranwick, uh, we're going to go to the Canterbury Stakes, which is mm-hmm. race uh, seven. Yep. Yeah. I think I'm going forbidden love on this. I know it's a favourite. I don't really like to pick the favourite, but like proven last week he can deliver on a heavy track around this distance. Um, and I just, I don't know, I really like Hugh Bowman. You yeah. like Hugh Bowman. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Interesting. Don't know why. No reasoning behind it. <laughs> yeah. I know that I know that J-Mac is running and, like, whatever. Everyone always picks J-Mac, but <laughs> I have a really weird soft spot. <laughs> Huey Bowman is pretty divisive. He is. He but is pretty divisive. There's been good Huey recently. There has been good Huey. He's been in yeah. good form. So, yeah, look, I think Forbidden Love's in with a great shout. Ella, but um, last race that we'll go through uh, for the Group One, so the Ranwick Guineas, short price favourite here. Yeah, Animo. I are know. You, are you going in that? Are you going in that direction, or are you risking it all? It's hard to it's hard to go away from no. Um, I know he's a fan favourite of yours. Oh, yet. Love them up. Um, but I don't like to pick a favourite purely because I'm greedy and the odds are too short. <laughs> um, so I'd probably go – well, like, this is a prime example of when I would probably do um, my interesting bet strategy is I wouldn't go, like, on the nose. Um, I would go probably a same race multi. Yeah, okay. um, but if I had to pick one, I would go on my. Okay. okay. So you're going to go with my, my guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I look your up, guy. Yeah, I, I can't blame you at all. No, if I was to chuck one into my Ned's same game, same race multi even – I'll go number 10, War Eternal. Yep, for a bit of value. Yeah, for a bit of value. Absolutely swims that thing for Bjorn. He does swim for Bjorn. Righto. Um, awesome, Ella. So we've also, we're looking for your best bet of the day. can be absolutely anywhere. Where are you going? What are you punting on? Okay, so this is where I've taken um, a bit of like a not the best course of the day. This is my what I would do typically with my punting strategy. Love this. So... It's the same race, multi Flemington race six. Zaki okay. top two, Mr. Brightside top four. Yep. Um, and then if you're feeling really spicy, you actually same race, multi something like multi, another same race, multi into that. <laughs> so Randwick race five. Okay. Eduardo so, top two. Yep. And Flint Texas top run top four. <laughs> okay. So same race. So, ra- same so, race, you, so multi you can multi a same race multi against yeah. another same race multi. This is news to me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it's news to a lot so, of other Like drifters. I said earlier, I'm really greedy. So I like to get my odds as high as possible because I'm not betting with a lot of money. Um, <laughs> so I am the queen of the same race multi into a same race multi. All right. So 
You're punting in 3022. We're punting in 2022. <laughs> so we've got same race multi, uh, Flemington race six, Zaki top two, uh, Mr. Brightside running top four. And then we've got yeah. Ranwick race six, five. six five. race five. Yeah, okay. That's the um, the Nature Strip race and Eduardo to run top yeah. two and Splintex to, yeah. to run top four. Yeah, I okay. think there's value in that. Oh, there's there's a stack of value in that. There's a lot. Yeah, there's a and lot going on. I couldn't get on. the exact odds for you there, uh, purely because they don't allow you to put bets on this side in advance, <laughs> and that just speaks to the kind of gambler I am. It's very much in the moment. Um, but yeah, that's like my favourite thing to do. If this gets up. Um, you're going to look like an absolute genius. Oh, I love it. Oh, it's risky, but like you can put you can put that kind of bet down and put down I don't know five bucks with your standard bet, like twenty to fifty, and get the same return. So no, go I risk it, it to get the biscuit. I love it, Ella. Um, look, thanks so much for coming on. Uh, really appreciate no your time. Appreciate your insights, and um, <laughs> you you need to gamble responsibly more than anyone else by <laughs> yeah. the sounds of it. <laughs> oh, absolutely. No, no, gamble responsibly. That's true. Yep. <laughs> I'm playing with such small figures. It's fine. I'm always the one that ends up with money in my account at the end of the day. So I've heard. So I've heard. Um, maybe we'll give uh, Lewis a chance to uh, rebuttal that on a future podcast. But thanks so much, Ella. <laughs> Pre- appreciate your time, mate. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Bye. Ella. See you later. See ya. My God. All right. My mind's blowing. I'm sweating. <laughs> I'm, look at look at your forehead, sweating profusely. Yeah, right. I'm going to lift the kimono for the drifters out there. I fill in these best bet things. If you're watching on YouTube, you'll see a little graphic come up. So I was took a punt. You know, I fill in some of it sometimes. I'm like Flemington. I reckon, I reckon the best bet's going to be in Flemington. I was like, then same race multi. I'm like, I'm panicking. Like <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm typing. I'm like trying to keep up. And then she threw in Ramwick as well. <laughs> same race multi against another same race multi. I didn't even realise you can do that. I think she's told me you can do that before, but oh, um, potentially I was inebriated when she was yeah. telling me that. To be fair, we don't dabble in SRMs that much, but I'm chucking this thing on, that's if, for sure. If the Drifter of the Week does, the Drifter of the Week does. 100%. Anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right, let's get back in 2022 right now. Uh, the Australian Guineas, 1,600 metres, Group 1, three-year-old, set weights. Crikey, you have the Derby winner, Probably the best I've ever seen, Hitotsu, mm-hmm. 1,600, 2,500. Absolutely lapped him for Kiramar, David Eustace. Captivant was super last start. Profondo is probably the biggest watch in the race, the X Factor. Forgot you's not going to Sydney. He's racing here. Pinstriped as mentioned. What are your thoughts? I think it's a cracking race. It is. It, it is a really good, really good race. Great addition of the Aussie Guineas. And, yeah, could have, in my humble, two absolute future superstars uh, in this race if they're not already in Hitotsu and Profondo. Yeah, look, I, I think one of them can win. Um, I, I think Pinstripe can give it a sight. But I think Profondo in his third start winning the spring championship over 1,800 metres, is it means he's the best horse in this race. Mm. And I want to back the best horse in the race, and I think it'll be Profondo. Yeah. Before I get into my analysis, did Ooh, you see – go. I'm going to butcher this poor bastard's name. Uh, Enver Yusevich. Close <laughs> enough, I think. Yeah. Um, but all Pinstripes. respect to you. you uh, yeah. All respect. Sorry, yeah. bra. 
you have a very hard name to pronounce. I apologize. Um, but did you see him during the week about his suit? He's got a suit that's as old as us, mate. He does. 20 years old. Well, not 30, but he's 20 years old. Yeah. You know, it's in his 20s. And if you actually go close up on the image, you can see the holes in it and the washed out nature of it. So mm-hmm. he's basically worn these things for, you know, the last 20 years. Which He's is got his money's worth, I'd say. Now, <laughs> you have to have... You have to have something on because he needs a new suit. Mm. He's training a horse called Pinstriped. Surely the you know the gods are aligning here. Hey, it 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 ate it ate up fourteen hundred meters like it wants a mile and further. He's unbeaten. Sure, sure. Drifter of the week's on. Yep, the lovely Ella. So I can't see why not. I couldn't run a good race. It's not my pick though. I'm on Profondo like you are with Animo. I'm in love with this horse. <laughs> I just – I don't think I've ever backed him. I, I know exactly why you're in love with this horse. Look at his sire. Yeah. Reads Deep Impact <laughs> Japan. <laughs> oh, geez, oh, I wonder. I wonder who I wonder who's uh, yeah. who its sired as well. Yeah. Fierce Impact for the drifters uh, listening. One of Hutcho's absolute favourites. Yes. Always sit and proud. And – Oh, shock. What are those silks that, that Profondo's wearing? Yeah, it's, it's you know, Richie Litt silks, Castel Vecchio. High-quality silks. Great They're silks. Great silks. It's like, you know, it's kind of like the Japanese flag with a bit of flavour on the side. <laughs> yeah. Bit of edamame as yeah. the hat. <laughs> bit of wasabi. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, in short, <laughs> I think Profondo, yeah, I think he's a special horse. I think, I think he's, he's special. I think he's a special talent. If he runs on his four, wouldn't be surprised if he's in the Cox Plate. I think he's that good. And I think he'll win this and he'll just knock him over in the Rose Hill Guineas after that. And you know what? He might even go to the Queen Elizabeth. I don't know. I think he's I think he's been uh, aimed for this as his first up run purely to get him in the Queen Elizabeth, mate. Yeah, I think that's I think that's where we'll peak. The, the, the thoughts on this horse are sky high. And yep. if you look back at his third start – the spring championship stakes. Spanked him. Still didn't know what he was doing. No. Spanked him. His rating was through the roof. He's a great horse, Profondo. He is. And, you know, he's got the most upside in Australia. I'll say that. Um, but obviously there's some things of the unknown. He's only accepted for this race this week because he was going to the Randwick Guineas, but he doesn't want to – Richie Litt doesn't want – he wants to look after him, you know. Oh, full credit to him. He's a $1.9 million cult. He's very, very valuable. Yeah, Robbie Dolan hasn't been this way going in Australia. No. So that's interesting. Retains the ride. So, you know, he's only won the one group one and it was in that race. 15, but if it is rainy on the day, could be a plus. So a lot of unknowns, but Profondo's my on top, on top pick. Hitotsu's going to run a battler, uh, cracker and Captivant as well. I reckon the top three, yeah, first three home. I'm with you. Lovely. Uh, all right. Well, let's go to the Canterbury Stakes then. Canterbury. So 1,300 metres, wait for age, three-year-olds and up. Um, I found two horses here mm-hmm. and one I was on the offence for. They were Private Eye, they were Laws of Indices and Forbidden Love on the quick backup. Mm-hmm. I've gone with Forbidden Love because when I was going through each of these horses' wet track form, I was lured in by Private Eye but with my – Nearly attained knowledge. 
I looked at his heavy form and one was in his maiden and one was in a benchmark 72 mm-hmm. when he was a three-year-old. So mm-hmm. Forbidden Love has proven it more on heavy ground than the others in this field and Laws of Indices is kind of the X factor in the race, uh, but we haven't seen too much of him. I but, think he's a Doncaster horse. Yeah. I think, yeah, Forbidden Love, I think she's – Going to get a cracking run from that barrier. Out of trouble. Huey, bang, bang. Yes. Forbidden love. I back to the last start. Apologies. Because I know you're on ice bath. Oh, um, mate, you know. Oh, you get that You get that on the big jobs, especially with ice bath. I've, I've been burned before. Hey, I'll be burnt again. Last, <laughs> I'll be going to need some last, ice. First and last time ever for me. Is that your first time? First ever. And she's got life with me. She's only one when I haven't been on her. Um, She's only won twice. Yeah, so Lol. Yeah, I'm sure you can figure out drifters how many times I've lost on her. <laughs> <laughs> just funny. It's just yeah. funny. Oh, no. it's hilarious. I love, I love it. it. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I was on Forbidden Love last start. <laughs> Look, the question marks a quick backup. Yes. Uh, they like to run this horse fresh. But apparently she bounced out of that race and her wet track forms elite rails out six meters on Saturday round week. So you want something up on pace. Private mm-hmm. eye, eye is a big watch for mine, but he's a back marker and we'll see. I think he's got bigger fish to fry. Also carrying 59 kegs. No, thank you. Uh, Lighthouse for mine is a big watch too. Uh, she, I think she was pretty good in the um, CF4 behind fantastic. Tano. Yeah. Look, um, her heavy form, um, she's only run once and she's won. Wet run twice and, and won both times. So, look, light, light, Lighthouse, I think, is in with the shot, but uh, there's just too many holes in, too, in these other horses. I, I, I think Forbidden Love's a no-brainer. Um, Lighthouse will run well, and I think Private Eye will run well too. Mm. Well said. Uh, all right. <clears throat> Pardon me. Randwick Guineas, the other 1,600 metres for the three-year-olds. Makes a lot of sense that they're on the same day. What could have been Animo versus Profondo, mate? Like, honestly... What are we doing here? Could you imagine, like, all right, I'm happy to leave out everything under the bottom four out of here and chuck them in, you know, into a field that the Australian Guineas would be in. That would be fantastic. Unbelievable. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. I've got one word for you. Mo! Animo. Oh, mate, third up here. Mole. Barrier nine. Perfect draw. J-Mac in. Bit of wet ground. Who cares? Kills him. Kills him. eighty overs. All over Mo like a rash. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's my on top selection as well. I did try and find something with a bit of wet form that could go through it because he's a bit unproven on the wet. So I think that is... The small query on him. And, you know. Oh, you know, he won't win by four lengths now, maybe three. <laughs> Look, War Eternal is a throw at the stumps. It is. He's a, he's a good at, throw at the stumps, though. He's coming out of benchmark form. But to give some sort of direction about these three-year-olds, he lost to Pulele by five lengths first up. But I will, what I will say is this. He's not first up horse. <laughs> it builds into his prep, apparently. Builds up into his prep. Third up will be rock hard fit here and only ran a couple of weeks ago. Was in, He beat Daraja, Dajran, <laughs> who is a very progressive horse. You sure? So, but he did have weight favours there. Equal weights here, going to be bloody tough. But 
he has the best wet track jockey in Australia here with Jay Collett in the saddle as well. So I think he's the one outside that can run second. Yeah, Mo on top for me. I'm not even going to talk about a trifecta because I don't want any juju, <laughs> none whatsoever. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right, other races. Let's go back to Flemington. Let's go race six in the blamey because one of our favourites is heading there. One that we call quite early in Zaki. Um, he leads this field in the blamey, 1,600 metres. First up, group two, set weights penalty, so he's the top weight here and rightfully so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, Where's the 69 kegs on his back, not the 59? So he was scratched from the Canterbury Stakes, if I'm not He was mistaken. scratched from the Canterbury Stakes. He would have been my on toppy. So my thinking is this. That's a 1,300-metre race. This is a mile. Mm. I'm not... I'm actually a bit against him this weekend. Yeah, okay. The horse I want to be with is Inspirational Girl, right down the bottom. She's yeah. avoided the handicapper here because she's had a, you know, she's had a a sore knee mm-hmm. or something. And she ran an absolutely cracking race first up. Um, blinkers. Da- blinkers on. Damien Lane for Danny O'Brien. I think she's the way I'm leaning on for the forward bucks on offer. Yeah, no, Zaki will win that. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, before we go to our best bets, let's have a look at the other two uh, few features in Ramwick. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's start with the two-year-olds. I know you're very fascinated about these two-year-olds. So race two, did you see anything here that pricked your interest? No, not not particularly, mate. I'm, it's a big watch for me. Um Look, I thought I did see Grace trial and, and you unbelievable. Know, looked unbelievable. Trials of trials. I think it very well could win this, yeah. but it's a, it's more of a watch race for me. Well, Russian Conquest, you get some yeah. sort of guide for Cool and Gutter because um, he ran second to her at the Magic Millions. Yep. So you get some sort of guide there out if that Cool and Gutter form is actually any good, but it is on a heavy 10, so it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so that's the Riesling, um, the Todman. Crikey, you have the battle of the futures bets here with <laughs> Sir Jordan for our good mate. That's actually really funny. For Sir Jordan for our good mate uh, Matthew Dolan and then Charlatan for our good mate Josh McClellan who pulled it off last year. And shock me, they're in the market too. <laughs> so they're, I think they'll be – They'll be kicking themselves that they didn't hold all back all their bonus bets to launch now because <laughs> they've all been drifted in the market, something chronic. Um, look, I don't know too much about this field. Psychiatrist looks progressive, but I think it is between Sajardin and Charlatan. Yeah, I actually do like Sajardin. Uh, I thought his, his return uh, effort running into third was great. And I do think he's in the mix for the Golden Slipper. Yeah, I think he wins this race, Sir John. Yeah, fair enough. And there's one other race, obviously, the NS race, race five, challenge stakes. 1,000 metres, so they maintain at the 1,000 metres here, Nature Strip and Eduardo. But then you have Trekking, Splintex, Shelby 66, who's coming out of um, highway form, so it gives you a bit of a guide. September run, and then Remark. So Nature Strip win. Yeah, Nature Street wins if he jumps fairly, for sure. Eduardo could be the better <laughs> wet tracker and is 1,000 metres. Yeah. Uh, but Nature Street was super first up. Eduardo, 
might be better around a bend. Potentially. Um, okay. Best bets around the country here. I've got I've got four. Okay. How many do you have? Oh, something similar, yeah. All right. I'm going to start in Flemington. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to race three. Mm-hmm. I really like Rose Quartz. So do I. That's one of mine. She was super down the straight, um, blew them away, and I can't see why she can't do this again here. Um, the other horse I was interested in was Superium up the top okay. of the weights. Yep. That horse has been racing some super, super races, and it drops back to 90 grade here. Could be well in, uh, but, yeah, Rose Quartz for me. Okay. Yep, fair enough. Um <coughs> Yeah, look, I, I like Rose Court, so that's a good shout. Um, what was in race two? Crystal Pegasus in Flemington. Yes. Yeah. I like Crystal Pegasus again. I know it's short, but I, I think it wins again. It was awesome last start. I think about threes I got it at. So, yeah, um, yeah, Crystal Pegasus I think will run well on the weekend. I think we tipped it on the podcast about 380 and it started about 220. Yeah, something absolutely like that. Absolutely crunched yeah. in. Uh, so, you know – Moving markets around here. Yeah. <laughs> or the favourite just got scratched. One of the yeah, two. Either one. Um, I want you to go race eight at Flemington. Mm-hmm. I want to, I want you to have a good honest look at this field and tell me what you see. <laughs> oh look, I, I see I see a horse by the name of Brooklyn Arsenal, number two. What are your thoughts? I was keen on her before I saw the weather forecast. So I would love her to I actually think she runs super down the straight. And 1,000 metres, I think she's elite at 1,000, 1,100 metres. I'm only going to be betting if it's dry because she doesn't go yard in soft. So I think hopefully – and Jamie Carr on, she can turn these types of horses around. She so. can, yeah, she can. Seven bucks, I think that's still good enough to bet. Trekking at 17 seems overs, but um, he's glugging 63 kilos. <laughs> so um, I have – one more before my best. Yeah, um, I have one more before my best too. Look, I think Zaki and the Blame Mistakes for me is, is a great punt. Two dollars fifteen. I think yeah. doubling your money with that horse is unbelievable. Lovely. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna flip it on its head here. I had Crystal Pegasus as it was my best, but I'm gonna change it mm-hmm. uh, because I'm going for a bit more value. That's the type of guy I am. Um, I'm gonna go race six at Ramwick in the heavy ten, and I'm gonna go. Number three, Marzu. Oh, yeah. Great, great punt. And I tipped both of these horses two weeks ago. I'm just sticking with my winning formula. Yeah, so you should, mate. Marzu, come back a bloody different horse after the ultimate yeah. gear change. He was running genuine group times last yeah. week and two weeks ago. You know, he's still pretty well in here. Like, poor old president. That horse has raced like three times in the last year and he's getting 59 kegs. Um Profiteer is obviously the big watch, not one of ours. And, Certainly not. Uh, but he was racing much better at the Sydney Way going. Uh, so he'll be interesting to see. But Marzu, I think he looks like a very versatile horse. Obviously a bit unknown in the going, but we'll see. We will see. Um, my best of the day? Yes. Uh, Ranwick race four. And a lot of these horses first each other last start but i'm gonna go with number 11 no compromise turn the tables on its table mate number four mighty bill if um yeah if you'd have to be blind not to have seen um it absolutely storm home no compromise as soon as it got clear meets mighty bill a lot better at the weights here um 
yeah, goes up in distance. I think he'll run a cracking race, no compromise. I think in this race, if you want to have a little throw at the stumps, drifters, box trifecta um, with some Waller picks. Yeah. Number four, Mighty Beal. Number five, Shiraz. Uh, number 11, no compromise. And number 13, too much to bear. Yeah, sure. Box um, of if you want to, it's just a suggestion. It is. <laughs> it is a suggestion. But yeah, no and compromise, best for me. You know what? I'm a futures guy. Uh, and friend of the podcast, Craig Sneesby, is in the ownership of Shiraz. Um, and, you know, it is nominated for the Sydney Carp Drifters. And you still there's still fifteen dollars. Fifteen dollars on offer. It'll watch it run top four here and watch that fifteen dollars basically half because it's getting into the Sydney Cup with about fifty one kilos on his back. I don't know how many I don't know how many times we have to tell you this. <laughs> yeah. You can get about thirty dollars for Lady Laguna now, but <laughs> but we won't say that. Oh, I don't I've got absolutely no recollection of what you're talking about. Me neither. Uh but the third the fifteen dollars on offer for Shiraz will evaporate like the Brisbane River. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It'll be gone. Um lovely. That's all I had. Yep. Great weekend of racing. Hopefully everything goes ahead. Getting closer and closer to the slipper day. I'm that keen. Me too. If you're having a punt this weekend, do it responsibly, but we'll see you next week. Good luck, drifters.